1: Welcome to the Roto-Grinders Morning Grind Podcast. I'm your host, Stevie TPFL. It is Friday. It's November 1st. It's 2019. We have an eight-game NBA slate that we're going to talk about here on today's slate. I'm joined by my good buddy, Will, Chief Justice 06. Hey, long time no talk.
2: Yeah, man, for sure. It's been a while. Uh, Approximately 24 hours to be exact. So (laughs) definitely glad to come back on another pod, man. And and get rolling here we're starting to uh you know kind of get in the thick of it with nba i know it's just the second week but uh you know with with uh baseball is over now so now we're just kind of down to two primary sports nba and nfl and so uh we're gonna really start you know seeing a couple trends i think they're gonna stand out and hopefully we can help people make some money man so i'm excited
1: for sure i'm right there with you um like the slate, I like eight game slates. Like eight yeah. game NBA slates are like just the juicy six to eight. Like those are my favorite slates to play NBA. Um, so I'm excited for this slate. I actually like the slate a lot. I think there's a lot of value, a lot of people to spend up for. So um, good slate in general here. So if you haven't already, make sure you head on over to our sponsor, FantasyDraft.com they have a $30,000 pick and roll NBA contest for this slate. They also have an $8,000 $2 double up. So, um a big double up over there. So, rake free DFS going on at Fantasy Draft. They also have their $300,000 Hooters main event contest up for this weekend and a big $45,000 $550-50. Legit 50-50 too, like with no rake, you beat half the field you're you're going to you know double your money there. So, uh make sure you're checking them out and um you know like take advantage of rake free, especially if you're a small bankroll player. There's enough there's enough volume and contests and stuff going on at fantasy draft that even if you're a low stakes player, you can you can take advantage of that membership. So all right, well, let's get started here. We get started with Cleveland at Indiana. Uh, it's a 210.5 total. Pacers favored by seven and a 7.5 in this game. Um, Della Dova is out. Henson is out. And Zizek is out on the uh, Cleveland side. And on the Pacers side of things, Miles Turner out with a sprained ankle. And Subner is out. Um, let's start with the Cleveland side of things. And man, Tristan Thompson continues just to absolutely crush.
2: Yeah, man, for sure. I mean, you hit the nail on the head. That's exactly where I was going to start. Looking over this slate, uh, if you just filter players by just fantasy points per game, you would automatically see that Tristan Thompson has to be underpriced. Uh, you know, if you look at his, his first couple games, uh, the lowest he scored is 34 fantasy points. And and I would, you know, obviously we want some upside Um, But I'd be willing to to play him and accept 34 fantasy points at this price. A lot of people wouldn't. I would. Uh, Last game against Indiana, he dropped 49.25 fantasy points. We've seen what Andre Drummond has been able to do to this team. And I think the main thing that I want to point out is if you look at Kevin Love, uh, you know, Tristan Thompson is 6,800. Kevin Love is 9,300. Kevin Love's averaging 47.2 fantasy points on the season. Tristan Thompson, 43.4. If you go down at the micro level, uh, Tristan Thompson is at 1.26 fantasy points per minute with a 22% usage on the season. Kevin Love has a 19.5% usage with a 1.29 fantasy point per minute. Uh, That's what he has on the season. I, Tristan Thompson is just too cheap right now. I think you need to get him in all your lineups and I don't really care about anybody else from Cleveland to be honest. He's the only guy I'm playing.
1: Yeah. I still don't have like a, an issue playing Kevin Love over on like FanDuel, but I think he's, he's kind of caught up to where his ceiling is a little limited. Like I, I still yeah. think it's a good spot. I think he's, you know, absolutely crushing right now. Um, like he, he's into that, like healthy lock and load double double Kevin Love mode um and like when he's like this like obviously he's just a good play uh it's just his price is up I love Tristan Thompson I'm right there with you I don't really trust any of this guard play right now it's just all over the place like I'm not saying these guys aren't gonna have good games I'm not saying that like Sexton can't go out and put up 30 fantasy points Garland can't go out and put up a a big game like the, the 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 whole situation is just so all over the place right now where if it's not Tristan Thompson, if it's not Kevin Love, I just want nothing to do with Cleveland here. And then on the Pacers' side, like, good job to the sites making sure Sabonis isn't too cheap for no Miles Turner.
2: Yeah, for sure, man. Uh, you know, that was one of the first things I noticed. and That's probably what we all did, and I think it was the right move. You pull it up. And you just see where Sabonis is. And, and you know, with him being 8,700 uh, on DK, I think he's 8,800 on FanDuel. I mean, you, you've got to make a, make a tough call here. Uh, one of the things that I want to point out in regards to this team, Malcolm Brogdon, man, I mean, he's like a mini uh, – he's reinvented himself in his offense. Uh, 31.7% usage rate without Turner on the floor, averaging a whopping 2.01 fantasy points per minute. Don't want to get you too excited. It's just a 26-minute sample size. Uh, But even if you you look at turn on the floor, the usage is still there. And so while I do think he's priced up, you know, I I played him at 8,200 on FanDuel the other night, and uh, he still was able to turn out over 50 fantasy points. Uh, 8,800, I still think there's a little bit of meat on the bone. I haven't settled in on whether or not I'm absolutely going to put him in my lineup. But I just want to say that I don't think this is a, an unfair price. I think he's priced appropriately. And if he gets over 50 fantasy points, I mean, you're still going to accept that at 8,800. So really wanted to uh, talk about that. I mean, it's no secret Brogdon's been playing well, but I think with this new role on this team, yeah, I, I just, I just want to make sure we didn't overlook that because of the elevated price. So, um, I, you know, early in the season, I like like to look at guys and try to find trends. And this is just a trend that I saw that really stood out to me. Uh, you know, this guy, you know, he he has uses just as high as any of the stud players. And so if the usage is going to be that high game to game, then I think he's a guy we got to look at.
1: The other guy that I wanted to bring up here is um, Jeremy Lamb. I, I like the spot for Jeremy Lamb a lot. Like he right back into the rotation played a ton of minutes um, and, and like, Dougie Fresh, Doug McDermott played a bunch of second half minutes the other night um when Turner went down. So
2: yeah, he's he's gonna start, I think. I think he's gonna start.
1: Yeah, they well, they started like they, they had Warren play the four to start the second half. Um yeah. so um like that that's an option. Um you know, with with Cleveland here, you know, you're getting Tristan Thompson, Kevin Love. I don't know necessarily if TJ Warren and love match up really well. So like maybe Dougie fresh does start, but he's 3,100. He just doesn't do anything. Like he's going to play 30 minutes and just stand in the corner. So um, I don't know if I necessarily would go there, but I I like Jeremy lamb and I think TJ Warren's going to play a bunch of minutes. um, And and then I don't hate like potentially taking a a flyer on Justin holiday. Um, He's an okay flyer here.
2: Yeah, no, for sure. I mean, Justin Holliday is going to play in this game, especially with Sumner out. Uh, Turner's out. He's going to get minutes. I mean, and we've seen him do well uh, when given opportunity. He's a, you know, I don't want to say he's a journeyman, but he's playing on at least two or three teams. So, uh, But, you know, solid, solid role player. Not going to come in and try to do too much. Just do his job. Uh, I like him as a value play on this slate.
1: Yeah, he's really cheap, so if you're wanting to fit in some studs and you know, it makes some sense. But moving yeah. on, we got Houston at Brooklyn, 240 Ooh. and a half total here. Houston favored by three and a half. Gerald Green and Nay are still out. Brooklyn good to go. Um, you know, so far this season, Westbrook is getting his and James Harden's usage has really not gone down. Um, you know, that's something going into the season we were kind of like, what's going to happen with Westbrook and Harden playing together? Well, Westbrook's averaging 1.6 fantasy points per minute and James Harden has a 38% usage rate. So, like, as far as Houston goes, like, the production is still through Westbrook and Harden, and the fact that, like, Westbrook is $1,200 cheaper makes Westbrook the better play for me.
2: Yeah, for sure. Um, I, I think I think in this game, man, you really got to decide, you know, are you going to try to jam them both in? Are you going to play one? Um, because I definitely know on this slate, this is an opinion, but it's also based on the numbers in this particular case. I don't think you can get away with winning a slate fading fading this game. I think you're going to have to have at least two pieces from this game to take down the GPP. Could be wrong, uh, but but that's where I'm at. I definitely think Westbrook is viable. Uh, still like Harden. I mean, the usage rate is there, still you know well above a fantasy point per minute. Um, so I think I think if you can fit him in, you do it. Um, And I kind of leave it right there. One one other guy I did want to point out, Eric Gordon is just really cheap. The only problem is he doesn't really do anything in the peripheral stats, uh, which leads me to Daniel House, who's the same price on DK. Uh, I'd be willing to roll out some Daniel House in this matchup, knowing that it's going to be a really fast-paced, up-and-down game and high score.
1: Yeah. Um, don't mind that. Um, I I never hate playing PJ Tucker if you're playing like a cash format, like he's just, he's just going to fill up the stat sheet and he's going to play a bajillion minutes every night. So like, he's a guy that I get assists rebounds. So he's always active on defense, like in the passing lane. So he picks up easy steals. So PJ Tucker is always a guy that I, I don't love him for tournaments. I'm not saying don't play him for tournaments, but he's more of like a cash game play for me. Um the Brooklyn side of things, Kyrie is absolutely crushing to start the season. Like we're seeing like Kyrie just have fun playing basketball. He has a 36% usage rate. He's averaging 1.7 fantasy points per minute. I like Kyrie a lot here, Will, but he's not my favorite play from Brooklyn.
2: You know what, Steve, I think we might be on the same page today. Kyrie is my favorite play from Brooklyn. Um, and, I, I mean, the numbers speak for themselves. You've already summed up the, the bottom line. But, man, you know, if, let, let me say this. If you're not using court IQ, please start using court IQ. Because when you pull this team up, you'd be surprised that Kyrie Irving has a 36.4% usage rate. Spencer Dinwiddie has a 30.7% usage rate. And he's literally, literally about half the cost at one point one three fantasy points per minute. No way I don't lock in Kyrie and especially Dinwiddie, my main lineup. They will for sure be in there today, guaranteed. Uh, love these guys. I think this is a good spot. If you look at what Dinwiddie's been doing production wise, in terms of fantasy, uh, you know he's averaging thirty point one fantasy points. I'd accept that every night for fifty three hundred. Outside of one game this season, 32, 36.25, 33.5 fantasy points. Uh, love this spot for both of these guys. Uh, should, should be a good game.
1: Yeah, just use up all my guards here. Like, there's a good chance <laughs> I use up my guards here. Like, I I like Kyrie a lot, but I love Spencer Dinwiddie. Like, and you yeah. can play these guys together. They don't – I said this the other day when we did the podcast. I said that they don't negative, negative correlate each other because – Kyrie's getting all the first-team usage right now. Dinwiddie's coming off the bench and getting a ton of usage. And when they play together, they're not hurting each other. So, you know, I I have no issues playing these two guys together. Dinwiddie, terrible first game. He's looked great in the three games since then. Um, Love Spencer Dinwiddie today. Love Spencer Dinwiddie today. Like, this is a game that screams go small and just screams like – play these guards. Um,
2: Yeah, it's going to be... Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead.
1: No, you're good. I'm just going to say that I just really like this game and everybody should really like this game.
2: Yeah, man. It's going to be Kyrie Irving mixtape all over again. It's every game now. Just, Just plug him in. I mean, and really, he's still too cheap at 9K. I mean, the guy's averaging almost 60 fantasy points a game. And he's 9K. I think you lock him in.
1: Yeah, and, you know, you mentioned House. Like, he's a great cheaper piece of this game, too. Like, if you're getting, like, three or four pieces of this game, like, Ooh. I like Eric Gordon in general. He, he's going to chuck. But House right now is just filling up, like, he's getting, like, all these rebounds with the second unit and stuff, and it's just – it's fantastic. Like, just keep doing your thing, Daniel House. Like, yeah, right don't man. expect this from Daniel House. But if he's, he's 4K and if he puts up, you know, 25 fantasy points – He's already shown that he can go over thirty. Like I'm all about some Daniel House here. I I was not a believer in him whatsoever, and I've completely changed my mind on him for sure. So, and this game, I'm pretty sure this game's on national television too. So like this game's just gonna be it's woo, woo, back and forth, back and forth. Back yeah. And forth. Bucks and Magic, two sixteen total. Milwaukee's favored by four and a half in this game. Kyle Korver is out for rest purposes, um, and then Mo Bamba is out for the same, you know, load management. Mo Bamba coming off of a big injury, definitely somebody the Magic want to keep healthy. Um, anybody that you like here for the Bucks?
2: Giannis, Giannis, Giannis. I mean, if you look at this team, man, nobody's nobody's really standing out right now. Um, I don't ever mind playing Brooke Lopez from time to time because typically uh, his price is suppressed around the industry. So he's a guy in the right matchup, you know, I'll plug in. It's just Tristan Thompson day for me all over again. I don't think I need Brooke Lopez. But Giannis is probably the only guy I play. And, you know, just because at earlier in the season, I'm really attacking guys that I feel like are underpriced in regards to their production. I don't think Giannis is the guy I'm going to find in my lineups, and, and if that's the case, he's probably going to be a lot lower on than some of these other guys today. With Even still, I just I love Giannis. I like I like what he brings to the table. He's got 60, 70 point ups at any time he takes the court. I just don't think I'm going to find him in many lineups today.
1: Yeah, I, you could always play Giannis. Um, yep. Outside of just shooting, he's not a very good – he just doesn't shoot the ball very well, but like he – he's an athlete, man. Like this dude's a beast. Uh, they call him the Greek freak for a reason. Um, but yeah, like this game, just this game in general, probably my least favorite game on the slate. Like it's just not a game that like, I'm seeing a ton of value. Like Aaron Gordon's a little interesting. Jonathan Isaac's a little interesting, but like, V- Vooch I would rather play Tristan Thompson at 68 instead of Vooch at 9k like oh. this is a great matchup on paper for Vooch but again it's just it's it's a tough spot to pay that price when you know you have Tristan Thompson lurking down there um George Hill played a ton of minutes the first two games um you know then like kind of disappeared in that Cleveland game only played 19 minutes um and then 20 minutes you know no Kyle Korver here It's tough to, you know, kind of pinpoint where those minutes are going to go. I could see George Hill maybe playing a couple extra minutes, but I could see, like, Pat Cunnington playing a couple extra minutes. So I probably won't touch this situation, but it wouldn't shock me if one of those guys has a good game and, like, crushes for their price point.
2: Yeah, I I totally get it, man. It's just – I think it's Giannis blush for me you, this team on this slate. I I mean, I've got – you know, four to six guys that I like just in the Houston-Brooklyn game alone. Uh, you know, I've got two guys I like in the Indiana game. Well, actually, probably three. So I, I, I just don't think I'm going to find myself with any Milwaukee Bucks. I'm just going to have to hope that Giannis doesn't hit an 80-point 80, a 80 fantasy game. If he does that, you'll need him. If he gets 60, I can still win a tournament without
1: him. Um, anybody on the Magic?
2: Oh, no, man. I, I think I think if we had to this game is probably, you know, now a seven game slate if you take this game away. I don't think I'm gonna have any exposure to this game.
1: The only person, like honestly, the only person, Aaron Gordon has a ceiling at fifty eight hundred. Like this yeah. dude like he can have these games where he goes out and puts up forty. So
2: Man, you, very... you know, I, I have to I have to treat him the way you treat Jokic. I have to just draw a line in the sand and say, <laughs> no matter how many points Aaron Gordon scores today. And he drops 40. I'm not tricking myself into playing him because every time I play him, he gets like 50 fantasy points.
1: <laughs> New York, New York, and Boston, 214 total Boston favored by 10 and a half in this game. Elf Payton and DSJ both out. And then on the Boston side, we know um, Cantor's out, and then Brown is questionable. Start with the Knicks here, you know, the guard situation. You know, Frank Nick Lakina played 29 minutes the other night. He had, like, what? He had, like, ten fantasy points in, like, the first five or six minutes of that game. Yeah. And then he did Frank Nittlachina things um, the rest of the game, which was fantastic because he was kind of popular. Will, it's a tough matchup against Boston. He's 3,200. He's already – they've already pretty much shown us the the blueprint of his minutes here.
2: Yeah, I don't think he's a guy I'm going to be rostering today – Honestly, Stevie, I, I wish Damian Dotson was getting some minutes. But I mean, I know he was hurt at the beginning of the season. Uh, perhaps he'll he'll get rolling. I mean, he had four minutes in Boston, thirteen minutes in Orlando. Um, this isn't the same team, so I, I'm not going to be playing him. But he's a guy I do have my eye on. I think about the only guy that I would probably play would be R.J. Barrett. Um, you know, Marcus Morris is is cheap enough that you can get away with it. And then I also think that Julius Randle is now cheap enough to where you can take a few shots on him, um, but he's still not a guy that I'm rushing to play. Uh, keep in mind, I think Randall and RJ are the safest Knicks if there are any anything as a, if there is a, such a thing as a safe Nick. Um, and I think that's about it. You know, there's some value, but Randall and Barrett are the only two guys that I would remotely consider for the New York Knicks. Run.
1: No such thing as a safe Nick. Um, <laughs>
2: like, no, such yeah, just
1: no Honestly, there's just nothing standing out to me here. Like I, I'm not gonna tell you not to play Frank Nick Nickloquina because he's just so cheap.
2: He's I'm gonna big tell big. you not to play Frank Nickloquina. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Perfect. One of us has to. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, yeah. Like it's just a game that, like, if it if it turns ugly, the Knicks guy is probably not going to get there. On the Boston side, if Jalen Brown sits, I will go right back to the well on Marcus Smart and Hayward. Tatum would be more in play for me here, not having Giannis um, on the opposite side of him in this game. It would be interesting, but, like, if if Brown plays, I probably don't play any of these guys.
2: Yeah, I mean, I, I think if Brown plays, I play Brown. <laughs> At 5,600, um, you know he's played three games, 18 fantasy points. don't don't get tricked by that that game in Philly. He was in massive foul trouble um, in that game. so I mean, that's the reason he played 21 minutes. but if you look against Toronto, put up 46.75 fantasy points, just played this team in New York, put up 30 fantasy points. I think Jalen Brown would be the guy. Uh, I've been trying to get a pulse on is Jason Tatum gonna really take a step forward and be a solid 40-point fantasy producer. He hasn't really, you know, not hit value in any of the games so far this season. So I'd be willing to roll him out, but he's not. He's priced, I think, about appropriately for his production level consistently now. So I think you just kind of play him if maybe you think he has a, you know, they go off or maybe a part of a stack. But, you know, Brown, if he plays, I think he's a guy I would play for sure. And then if he's out, you just lock Marcus Smart in.
1: Um, either way, I like Daniel Tice. He, he played 28 minutes going through the ankle injury. Probable here. If he's going to play through it and play 28 minutes here up against the Knicks. 4K yeah. big man getting 28 minutes against the Knicks. Um, do I need to say more? So, um, And it's, he, he put up 25 fantasy points and his price came down $400. So, yep. fine with me. Um, so, I, I like Daniel Tice here. I don't really have anything else in Boston. Are we moving on?
2: Yes. Yes. Let's, let's keep it rolling.
1: Detroit at Chicago. 218 total here. Chicago favored by three and a half in this game. Blake and Reggie Jackson are both out. Markeith Morris is the big one here. He's questionable. Derek Rose is expected to play um, with a little bit of a strain. Uh, let's start with da- Detroit. Like One of the reasons I don't want to play Vooch is because you just play Drummond. You just keep playing Drummond. Like, uh, he's not having these monster – he had a 78-point game to start the season, but he hasn't really had, like, that monster game since then. But this is a spot. Like, this is a spot Will you know, when we look at everything, the Chicago Bulls just – they don't rebound the basketball. They're dead Dude. last in rebounding already. They do not rebound. Like, Drummond, this is – this screams twenty-five twenty for Drummond here.
2: Yeah, for sure. I mean, look, the guy put up 21-22 on Toronto for 54 fantasy points. Um, I, I like him here. I mean, I, I think he's one of the top center plays. And, and with the way I'm approaching this slate, if I can get him in, you know, with a few other guys, man, I, I'm going to feel really good about, about my line of construction. But he, he's a guy that I really like. Um, you know, top play on the team for me. Uh Luke Kennard has been been getting some minutes because these guys have been out. You know, he's been roughly around thirty minutes a game. Uh, you know, he's, he's not going to hit thirty fantasy points most nights, but I think he's a guy that you could kind of filter in if you think if you think they limit Derrick Rose just a tad, uh, then you know I don't I don't like Tim Frazier, but I've seen Tim Frazier put up a forty point fantasy game before. Tim Frazier is not the greatest player in the world. But I think he's good leverage if Frankie Nicotine gets gets a little bit too much ownership. A game at Chicago where he should be able to score a little bit with ease. Only problem I'm having is he's not really taking a lot of shots. I wish he would shoot the ball a little bit more. But outside of that, um, I, I just think you have him on the list. Not the greatest playbook, but have him on the list. And, and that's pretty much, you know, where, where I'm at with Detroit.
1: Yeah, like, obviously, like, if Marquise Morris sits, does Christian Wood play minutes finally? Like,
2: I mean, what what are they doing anyway? Like, why, why is he not playing 20 minutes a game? Just just give him 20 minutes a game. That's all we need.
1: Like, it just doesn't seem like there's a road that he doesn't play at least 20 minutes here if Marquise misses. Like, mm-hmm. if Marquise Morris, who's playing 26-plus minutes a night, sits here, it just – like what is it? What else are they gonna do? Like Thon Maker gonna play twenty five minutes? Oh no! Forget I really, it. <laughs> I, I hope not, but I'm not ruling it out. Like you know, yeah, they I don't g- know. Christian Christian Woods interesting. If Markeith Morris doesn't play, Luke Kennard like could get extra minutes too. Maybe if Markeith doesn't play.
2: No, but I mean, if Markeith is out though, I think Wood plays twenty minutes.
1: I hope he plays like twenty five. Like give the give the guy some minutes.
2: Yeah. Not like he hasn't
1: earned them. Like, come on, man. Yep. Um, Chicago, uh, every time we come to this team. Oh, or Derek Rose revenge. Any interest?
2: <laughs> nah, I, I think Derek Rose has had his share of revenge. On, on, on the NBA, might I add. I mean, I, listen, we only got eight games in the we're already at game number five. So we're we're rolling along. Listen, man, I I'm actually pretty happy for Derrick Rose. You know, uh the guy has really overcome a lot from MVP to bottom barrel of the league, you know, people thinking he was crazy, having worked through these injuries. And he's really turned into a solid contributor again, man. So so kudos to him. Just just wanted to put that out there.
1: Dude, he was crushing the other night. And yeah. give me give me six or seven more minutes before that hamstring flared up. Like. Oof. Uh, Derek Rose is definitely a tournament play for me. Revenge aside, like, he, his usage is just insane right now. Um, Chicago side, well, it's two guys. Market and Zach Levine are getting all the usage here for Chicago. Like, all the usage coming through these two guys. And whoever's at guard for Detroit still doesn't play defense. So, uh, a guy like Zach Levine, just, he has the road to 50 here.
2: Yeah, for sure, man. And I'm actually really disappointed in the coaching staff here. I actually thought they were going to kind of keep Kobe White in a 25- to 28-minute role. Me too. And, and, I mean, you just look at this game log, and he's at 30 minutes, you know, early. see 27 2730, and now he's 22, 16, 21. So now it's looking like he's more in a 20-minute role, and you just can't play him because, you know, it's very uncertain. But you hit a nail on the head. Zach Levine, Laurie and. And, and you just roll it from there. I will say this: I don't think he's going to miss because uh, he is probable. But uh, you know, Luke Cornett was able to put together a pretty good stat line in in 19 minutes. Uh, you know, if if for some reason, at any reason at all, Wendell Carter Jr. was out, uh, Luke Cornett would be squarely in play, and then Otto Porter. You know, I, I don't I don't know what's going on here. His minutes have been kind of up and down as well, but he's 4,300, man. I, I just, I feel like he's too cheap. He hasn't had the production. I know marketing and and Levine have all, all the usage, but gosh, man, 4,300 for, for auto Porter. Just, it just feels way too cheap.
1: Yeah. No, I have no issues with that whatsoever. Um, uh, let's see. We're moving on, Will. We got uh, the Lakers and the Mavs. Uh, 216 total here. Lakers favored by one and a half. Kyle Kuzma, probable. Um, should make his, um, debut, right? Like, I don't think he's played this season, right? Yeah. Yeah. Nope. Um, this isn't debut. Rondo is out. Um, Anthony Davis is probable. Dallas is good to go. Um, so that Luka thing, obviously not a big thing. Um, you know, the only reason you're not playing Westbrook or Harden on this slate is because Anthony Davis is probably the top player on the slate.
2: Yeah, man. I, I like Anthony Davis a lot. Uh, in fact, I haven't played LeBron James not one time this season. Uh, I've played Anthony Davis at least two or three times. Um, I, I I like what he's bringing to the table. He's going to be the guy, he's going to get the rebounds, he's going to score the points. Um, and I think that's just where we are. So, really, I don't really have too much interest in the Lakers, especially now that they're going to have to integrate another piece into this offense. And may, they'll probably keep Kuzma to a six-man role, which may not affect LeBron and AD as much and give them a little score and punch off of the bench. But even still, I, I don't think there's a reason to play too many guys from the Lakers today. I will say, you know, I, I wish the White Howard is another guy which was getting 22 to 25 minutes. He's around the 20-minute mark. I do think there's a little bit of meat on the bone. I just think it's unnecessary. But he's a guy, you know, we saw him put up about 40 uh, against my Charlotte Hornets who can't stop anybody inside. Uh, so, you know, he's a guy I think, you know, if, if you were, you know, if there's a last piece that was 4,700, I wouldn't mind throwing it.
1: Fair enough, fair enough. Um, the Dallas side of things, like I love Luka every night. Yeah. Um, He's always a guy that I like to play, man. It's just like the rotations. I have yet to figure out the rotations of the Dallas Mavericks. Um, but the one thing that I do want to note: Dwight Powell came back. He only played 14 minutes. Uh, they said that, you know, his minutes should increase a little bit as they're going, you know, Tim Hardaway is still really cheap. Um, Maxie Keebler is still cheap and he seems like the minutes are still going to be there. Um, even with Dwight Powell back, you know, like if we were looking at it, like it was really tough to even figure out where the minutes came, like from. Um, you know, like Dalian Wright played a few few less minutes, but didn't seem didn't see anything that like is scary outside of Jalen Brunson's minutes. Just he 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 was like the big drop for me when I was digging into this game flow.
2: Yeah, yeah, for sure. I, I don't. I don't know. Um, I, I thought the. And let me say this. I thought the line right was going to maybe be a little better this year. He's not playing well. I. I, I like the pieces. I like Luca. I like Porzingis. I just don't think I can fit them in today with, with what I'm. What I'm trying to accomplish. Um. I mean, I think Porzingis. I think this price on him is fair. at Eight K. I definitely think he's got some upside. Uh, but is it worth it to play him? You know, over a guy like. Brogdon in my book. For me, I don't think so. So, because of the other pieces I like, I don't think I'll end up with Luka today in my main build. But obviously, man, the guy's got tremendous upside. Uh, If if you're multi-entering, 20-entry max, you need to have him. Uh, Same thing for Porzingis. Uh, If they've got any chance of winning this game, it's going to hinge on those two guys?
1: Um. Man, Maxi Keebler, I think, is definitely in play, by the way. Four
2: yeah, well, and I was going to say, too, Seth Curry at 3,300, 25 minutes a game now, pretty good value for a guy that if he gets high from deep could put up 20, point, 20 real points in a hurry.
1: Yeah, I like that call. Um, good chance I enter more than my normal amount of lineups on this slate. I like this slate. Utah, at <laughs> Sacramento, uh, 214 totals. Utah's is favored by five and a half in this game. Uh, Utah's side, they're good to go. Um, Bagley is out. Giles is questionable. Let's start with Utah. Um, man, like when we're looking at like high usage studs, like it, it always seems to me—I I don't know how you feel about it—but it always seems to me like Donovan Mitchell never gets love, and he never gets priced appropriately for like his twenty-eight, you know, plus percent usage rate.
2: Yeah, I I don't think he's ever priced appropriately. I mean, especially on DK. On FanDuel, he usually starts the season around 8K, and he'll get adjusted to 85. And, you know, he'll go through a spell this year where he explodes for 50 fantasy points three games in a row. They'll get him up to about 9K, 9,200. And then they'll drop him back down again. So I definitely think he's underpriced. I think the interesting thing that, that I saw on this team – that I think is going to correct itself eventually is Mike Conley has a 28.1% usage rate, but is only averaging 0.77, fan, uh, 0.77 fantasy points per minute. Uh, very small sample size, new team. I think that's going to adjust eventually. I don't think he's going to continue down this path with such a high usage rate. Uh, Emmanuel Mudiay off the bench is, is, is has a 27.1% usage rate, averaging 0.99 fantasy points per minute. Um, And he's typically, you know, pretty cheap across the industry. I mean, he's thirty-five hundred. I I think he's worth another stab if a guy like, you know, Frankie Smokes, uh, you know, starts to kind of creep up the the ownership chain. I think you can get some leverage with him. But Mike Conley's a guy I have my eye on. I, I it's a new team, and I know he's probably getting adjusted. But to have that high of a usage rate and that low of a fantasy point per minute, uh, the fantasy points per minute are going to come up. Um, So he's a guy I think. You take a flyer on. Obviously, Donovan Mitchell is the top player on this team. But I just wanted to point that out with Conley, man, because I, I I think the corrections are coming soon.
1: Yeah, and, like, uh, a guy like Moutier, if this game gets ugly, he could play more in this game. So, yeah, like, he, they blew this team out um, not too long ago, and he played 24 minutes in that game. So, I don't mind Moutier and – you know, this game's in Sacramento. Maybe it you know limits the blowout a little bit, and I hate predicting blowouts because you never know what's going to happen. Sacramento could blow out Utah because it's basketball in its real life. Yeah, um, Buddy Heel could go out and hit fifteen threes and put this team way back, but like that's yeah. probably not going to happen. Just saying, like it's basketball and can have anything can happen. Um, you know, the guy that we should start with on the Sacramento side, in my opinion, is richard Holmes. Um, oh God, like. He drew the start the other night for Deadman. Like, it was just a matter of time before Dwayne Deadman became, you know, useless. Um, they didn't want to play him, <laughs> it seemed like. Useless. So, <laughs> so like, is Rasharm Holmes going to be overowned here? Like, he has the, the worst matchup on the slate. Like, he is facing uh, Rudy Gobert, like. I'm all for guys that are gonna get a ton of minutes and have easy baskets, but man, this is a this is a tough matchup if he's gonna be any somewhat type of popular here. Like it's an easy fade for me.
2: Yeah, yeah. I mean, I hate I missed the bull on this man because I- I'm gonna be honest with you. I've got my Charlotte Hornets circled. I don't care who they're playing. Find me the big man and plug them in. They're they're just getting destroyed. And I hate I missed the boat because I just wasn't sure if he's going to start or not. Bottom line is, uh, I, I don't – I think I'm with you. It's, it's kind of at the end of the night, so maybe we don't get as much ownership on him because this game starts at 10 o'clock. And, you know, I say this all the time, but it's just the truth. The common DFS player wants instant gratification. And so he's a guy that I don't think they'll plug in. Um, if we look tomorrow on ownership's in the, you know, eight to 10% range. And I think he's a guy that, you know, you plug in and try to get a little bit of leverage because he's got massive upside uh, outside of that. I, I don't really want to play anybody from Sacramento. Um, just, I, I just don't want to do it.
1: Yeah. Nobody like really priced down enough. Um, you know, buddy, buddy healed is always a guy that's interesting for large field tournaments. He, He's going to eventually just come out and have a really good shooting game. Like, he went back to his old self against Charlotte the other night. He shot 22 times. And, like, any yeah. night that Buddy Healed is shooting 22 times, like, he has ceilings. So, um, I don't hate him. Uh, but, yeah, like, if Holmes is going to be, like, 5 to 8% on, 5 to 10% on, oh, like, I'll take some shots. Matchup,
2: Yeah, for, for sure. Leverage Cindy. And don't forget about Dwayne Devon at 3,800. He's yeah, massively underpriced. De- no, forget about him. <laughs>
1: San Antonio at Golden State. Uh, 225 total here. San Antonio favored by six. Um, DeJounte Murray is doubtful. They said they're going to rest him on back to back seas playing on Thursday night, um, currently as we're recording. And then on the Golden State side, Steph Curry feels so bad for him. But honestly, this is probably the best case scenario for the Golden State Warriors. Uh, if you're the fan and not saying Curry's hurt. Like I never want to see anybody hurt, but like they're going to become potentially a lottery pick team now and have Curry and clay and a, a potential top six pick. Like, you know, I'm not saying I want Curry to be hurt, but like it, if, if, if it's going to happen, like look at the silver lining. So wish Steph, the a speedy recovery. Um, and then Looney is out again. Let's start with San Antonio because we're going to spend a few minutes on golden state. Let's just be honest. Um, with with no Dejounte Murray, like do do we bump up like a oh, a White here, um, like a Derek White? Do we think he plays a few extra minutes? Do we dump bump up a Forbes? Like, what are your thoughts here?
2: Yeah, I mean, I, I think Forbes and White are your guys. Um, usually, usually, Patty Mills is a guy I kind of take a stab on, but but I I, th- I think it's those two guys. I think you kind of start with them and, and and roll from there. Um. You know, listen, another guy that I really like on this slate, though, Steven, I kind of talked about it off-air, offline, I, I I really like DeMar DeRozan here against against uh, Golden State. I, I think this is a, a nice spot for him to jump out and put up a fair amount of fantasy points early. You know, I'm talking about in the 25 to 30-point fantasy range. I think he can get there in a half and, and then maybe pad the stats a little bit you know, in the third quarter, and, and I'm sure Pop won't play him in the fourth if they're up big. But he's a guy – I think he's the ultimate leverage play because, first of all, this game is the last game of the slate, and you know more people are going to play Derek White than DeMar DeRozan. And I I think this is a really good spot for him. So DeRozan is the guy I have my eye on at 7,200. Uh, I think there's some, some upside there. Uh, I'd be willing to roll the dice on him in, in this spot.
1: Yeah, I have no no issues with that whatsoever. And, you know, we we could look at a lot of the usage from last season when it comes to the Spurs um, because Murray didn't play. So, you can kind of, you know, look at that. You see, like, usually back-to-backs, once we get, you know, 20, 30 games in a season, you get a little bit more concerned with them. And then you get back-to-back against a team that is going to be very, very bad defensively. They were already really bad defensively. Um, so – they might actually get a defensive upgrade. <laughs> um, all right. Like, kudos, kudos to the sites. D'Angelo Russell got a huge price increase. And yes, he did. On all sites. All sides. Kudos. Like, it, it would have been such a, a really crappy slate if we pulled up the sites and D'Angelo Russell was priced where he was at. Um, so, kudos to them.
2: Yeah, I mean, you've got to, I think we talked about it, you've got to make a decision on D'Angelo today at 8900 He's definitely not getting in any of my lineups, X button, but I mean, but it's the right price for the situation. So I, I don't hate what the sites did at all. Uh, just obviously helped me make a more definitive decision. Uh, this is something I kind of talked about off air as well, Stevie, before before the pod, but Uh, You know, one of the guys that really stood out to me was Glenn Robinson III, and everybody's probably saying, what in the world are you talking about? Glenn Robinson III. While he doesn't have uh, the highest usage with Curry off the floor, uh, the fantasy points per minute is there, man. I mean, he's 4K. He's going to play 30 minutes, I think. Um, He's been playing roughly around 30 the past couple games, and he's averaging, you know, 1.05 fantasy points per minute. I think this is a good spot. Like I said, while the usage isn't there, I, I I still like it here. This is something I want to see if I can kind of get ahead of. So he's a guy, limited sample size, that I think I'm going to have some interest in uh, across all sites at, at 4K. So just wanted to kind of, kind of note that. It's just something that really stood out to me as I was looking through everything.
1: Yeah, like, man, you know, that game – It's really tough because, like, we have a one-game sample size. And, like, it was a 28-point lead at the start of the fourth quarter when Curry didn't come back. Um, Yeah. So, it's it's a tough situation to kind of figure out where the minutes could potentially come from, where they – like, Kai Bowman played the whole fourth quarter. He put up 20 fantasy points in 12 minutes. It was all garbage time, like all garbage time. So it's, it's tough to say. Alec Burks was the one that checked in for Steph when he got hurt. Um, he's 4k. Will, the guy that I really like here is Willie Colley Stein because he had a massive amount of usage the other night in a very small sample but they've already kind of said that like the minutes could go up here. And like, if he plays 20 minutes at 4,500, he could crush in this spot. So uh, I don't mind Willie Cauley Stein. I think I'd have to see him like starting and, you know, set my lineup for that or have him in my utility spot where I could pivot to like a Glenn Robinson or an Alec Burks or somebody, Um, you know, just give myself options. If I'm going to have Willie Cauley Stein, like, there, there's no chance I'm playing Willie Cauley-Stein at, like, my center position and not being able to pivot <laughs> off of it. Like.
2: Yeah, I, I totally get it. Totally get it. Uh,
1: Marquise Chris, like, he's done. Um, now that Willie Cauley-Stein back, he's not going to be playing minutes now. it would be Willie Cauley-Stein, D- D- um, Draymond, and Spellman. Um, this team, like, D'Angelo Russell should have a really high usage here um, moving forward. I don't think I pay for him in this spot. You're going to have to prove that you're you're a 9K player to me before I pay it, um, especially against the Spurs. So I don't hate Draymond. I don't hate Willie Colley-Stein. I, I like the Glenn Robinson call. And, you know, if you're using, like, a guard position on, like, Burks or Damian Lee, whoever draws the start, then, I like, you know, that's a DraftKings type of play. So – Golden State's going to be interesting over the next few games. Like, we're really going to have to pay attention to this team and and kind of see, um, you know, how this all kind of plays out over the next week or so because they're dealing with, um, you know, quite a few injuries right now.
2: Yes, yes, absolutely.
1: Um, All right, well, let's play the morning grind game, and then we'll get out of here for the weekend. If you guys didn't check it out yesterday, we did the NFL Week 9 Morning Grind podcast. It's up and ready to go. Um, Broke down all the games. So um, here we go. It is favorite play under 5K to 7X.
2: Man, um, look, man, I'm just going to go out on a limb right now. Um let us let's let's, go, let's start this thing off risky. Let's let's go Christian Wood right out of the gate. Let, let's go Christian Wood. Um I, I think this is a good spot for him regardless. I, I'm gonna take a shot on him today.
1: I like it. I'm gonna go Daniel Tice. Um we talked about yeah him. I was really shocked you didn't go Daniel House for what it's worth. So
2: yeah, well well hey, we're on our <laughs> way. Him him and Glenn Robinson are they neck and neck with me right now.
1: <laughs> um over 8k to go under 5x who's your bus today
2: uh man i'm actually going kevin love um 9300 I, I i think that's a, a little expensive so so give me kevin love at, at 93
1: yeah like my original answer was Vooch, but the more i think about it the more i think it's d'angelo russell like
2: I just, oh man yeah
1: like, 8,900, he could get 5X here. I'm not saying he can't, but there's just zero chance on playing him. I hope he's popular. I really do. Um, Kyrie's 9K going up against Houston. D'Angelo <laughs> Russell's 8,900 going up against um San Antonio. If I lose that 1v1 with Kyrie, I'm just uh, hey, fine. We, I'm perfectly we lose. Okay with it.
2: Yep. Favorite yep, 6X right play
1: call. on the slate, Will, who you got?
2: Man, easy, easy, easy. Spencer Demetri at fifty three hundred. Took my dude.
1: That, that's uh, against the morning grind rules.
2: <laughs> oh boy! Listen, man, this is this is gonna be so fun.
1: That was cutthroat, like <laughs> man. Like, welcome back.
2: Um, I, listen, I got a couple more in my back pocket.
1: You just like completely threw me off my game. Now I got to like rethink my whole process here. Um, for the sake of time, give me Tristan Thompson.
2: Yeah, that, that's another one.
1: Um, since Will took my guy, give me your let's get weird GPP play of the day.
2: Uh, man, let's get weird. i think this one is weird this is a guy we don't necessarily like but um i think he's got the upside here give me rashawn holmes at 5500 against gobert
1: that's why it's called the let's get weird gpp play of the day i like it um let's see here you know what my let's get weird GPP play of the day, assuming that he's not going to be his massive chalk here, is Jordan Poole.
2: Yep. I like it.
1: Uh, Will, give me your favorite DFS contest for the day, game selection type of question here, Um contest that you really
2: like. Yeah, it's usually my favorite one, man. Uh, you know, they've got the 222 uh, on FanDuel, the, uh, the putback, single entry, 100 entry. 100 entries playing out 24%. Uh first place is 25% of the, the prize pool, but it's one I, I it's it's one I like. So that, that that's usually my favorite one.
1: All right, um I have been helping you guys out in the 5 and 12 dollar range a lot recently, so I'm going to bump it up here today. We're going to go to the $100 40K Showtime single-entry tournament over there on DraftKings. 25.4% payout. Top 10 is getting 37%. If you have a good team, Will, you're still getting 4K up top. But here's the thing. First place, 4K. Second place, 3K. Third place, 2K. Fourth place, 1,500. Fifth place, 1K. Love these balance type of payouts in these single-entry tournaments. 444 people. Definitely my favorite contest today. Um, I really like this one. Again, I've been helping you guys out and explaining the 5 and the 12, and I like the $40 single-entry stuff. Yeah, that's about um, good one. yeah. But I love this $100 single-entry for the guys and gals that play a little bit more on each and every slate, so – uh, Will, finish us off here with your favorite over or under.
2: Man, uh, I'm not going to take Brooklyn. I think everybody understands that that game should have some fantasy goodness. I'm going to go a little off the board here, man. I actually think that uh, the, the Cavaliers and Patients have a little bit of a shootout here. No Turner, quick adjustment. Uh, Kevin Love playing well. Tristan Thompson playing well. I think this game could get a little tight. Uh they're they're at two ten and a half. I'm actually gonna take the over on this game.
1: All right. Um I'm gonna take the under in the Orlando game. That yep. game is going to be snails, <laughs> baby. Snails. Um and I don't want to play anybody from that game, so I'm gonna take the under for that one. So well, any final thoughts before we get out of here?
2: No, man. Uh, let's have some fun. Enjoy yourselves. And uh, welcome, to, welcome to November. Thanksgiving will be here before you know it.
1: <laughs> That's right. Turkey. Can't wait. <laughs> I'm a fat dude. I love food. Um, and the and candy update. 11 bags of candy for anybody that was curious. Um, jumbo bags. Uh, yes, we give out a ton. So Let's yes. wrap it up here for Friday. We're in November. Um, hope you guys have an awesome one. And uh, we'll see you guys on Monday.